They can't fire you right now, no way. Now let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. They spell it Corona. Corona. Now take out the C O N A. You have left Ron. Ron Asley made the song Contagious in 2001 about the spread of the virus with the lyrics You're contagious. Touch me, baby. Give me what you got. They've been warning you for 19 years. Stay woke. Y'all don't hear me. Stay woke. It's 2 a.m. Just getting in about to check my message. No one is called, but my homies and some bill collectors. Say your love, bring somebody wants to borrow money. I two-way her, she don't hear back something is funny so i called her mother's house and asked her had she seen my baby roll my six around looking for that missing lady got back in turned the tv on and caught the news then i put my hand on my head caught some soaking views and then i turned the tv down cause i thought i heard a squeaky sound Something's going on upstairs, yeah Cause I know nobody else lives here As I get closer to the stairways All I hear And then I hear my baby's boy In my ear Screaming out You're contagious Touch me, baby been warning you for years stay woke welcome to episode number 58 of the council on your clutch podcast i'm your boy cal today i'm joined by my woke brother quintavious um i i i guess maybe no salika maha salika whatever yeah i messed that all up we get canceled this week no we not we not we not I got, I got, uh, you know, the homie Roy Gobert. I mean, Roy, um, in, in, in the, in, you know, on the show. Whoa, whoa, whoa! All my tests came back negative. <laughs> all, all of them. But you, you would, you would troll. You would troll. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't give y'all no diseases. Unknowingly. Nah, what kind of? You trying my character, bro? I'm a good man out here. I wouldn't do that to my dogs. Niggas get quarantined and they act like they got feelings now. That's crazy. Yo, yo, I'm sensitive. I'm sensitive about my shit. I'm an artist, man. <laughs> Worry about I do. All right. So, uh, <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and get started with uh, the coronavirus and the, the impact on sports. Uh, but no, so uh, yeah, as y'all know, at this point, we're like day six, no sports. Um, pretty depressing. NBA has officially postponed there. They were the first one to make the move. After finding out uh, Rudy Gobert uh, tested positive, um, Rudy Gobert was playing around with the reporters the day after they uh, told reporters that they couldn't um, come in locker rooms anymore. So he was sitting there kind of messing around with their phones and touched their phones. Comes to find out he tested positive for the coronavirus, but he contracted it like the week before. So um, he didn't catch it from a reporter. But he then passed it along to his teammate Donovan Mitchell. Um, and up to date now, uh, we got the player from uh, small forward, I'm sorry, power forward from the Pistons who played against him that Saturday before. Um, Christian Wood, he tested positive, but he gave uh, Rudy Gobert 30 points and 11 uh, 
rebounds for a career high at that point. And then he also got a 32-point game the next game with the coronavirus, which is crazy because apparently um, this thing is killing people. But, um, again, Donovan Mitchell, he's uh, tested positive. He says he's in good spirits. He feels good. Uh, KD came uh, came to find out that he tested positive. Three other uh, Brooklyn Nets is tested positive. Um, no word on Kyrie Irving um, since, you know, that's our favorite basketball player on the show. Um, so, yeah, every major sport kind of shut down. So, what's our take first on the trolling aspect of Rudy Gobert? Um, do y'all think it was irresponsible for him to be trolling about this type of situation? Um, it's, it's one thing to joke about it, but it's two to kind of act on it. How do y'all feel about that? Uh, Quinn? Uh, I mean, <sighs> hindsight is twenty twenty. So, at the time, if he didn't have it, then this would have just blew over and it wouldn't have been a big deal. It just been him trolling like everybody else does. But if this term happens, that he actually turned out to have it. So then now it's like, oh, my God, he shouldn't have been trolling and blah, blah, blah. Eh. No, I don't I don't even think that was the case. Like I said, if, if he didn't have it, then we wouldn't be worried about it. And everybody else is out here doing the same thing, making jokes, cracking jokes. It's that and the third. So, I mean, you know, it, it was just a bad situation. It was just that one time where you're trolling it and it happened to you. So we get that. It ain't funny when it happened to you. Uh, it ain't funny when it happened to you, baby. <laughs> Yeah, we, we get that type of situation. So, yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate because everybody bl- basically blaming him for the NBA shutting down, even though realistically it's not his fault. But, you know. No, and, no, it's his fault. Yeah, see? see no, it's definitely his fault. See? He, he about to win defensive player of the year again, you know. So, uh, yeah. Shutting down the league. So, I mean, you know, he took he taking his L. Damn, yeah, you know, that's it. Nixon, what you what you got on? Man, nah, it's definitely his fault though. Uh, he should have been responsible with his platform. What the hell are you touching all them dirty mics for, bro? Like it's different if he'd have got sick, you know, passing by. If he was just not being careless and it happened, then that's different. You can't really control that. But the fact that he actually touched all them mics and like. That's just nasty in general. You don't know what them folk did with them mics before they put them in front of your face. Like, that's just filthy. What shocked me though the most about this whole thing is that everybody buying all the soap and washing their hands now. Like, fam, what y'all been doing the last 50 years? Like, y'all ain't washing y'all hands? Do we have to do a demographic? No, man. Yeah, you right. <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. But the numbers, hey, chill, the numbers chill, chill, say. Chill, chill, chill. I mean, <laughs> if you if you go to Italy where they having a crazy surge right now, um, you know, yeah, so, so, so the demographic different. Yeah. Uh. So. Mm, uh. Yeah. Rudy Gobert is French too. So I mean, he don't really. No mind. Um. So. <laughs> so out of this whole thing, I feel like uh the the trolling part of it. Yeah, that's cool. And everybody gonna have jokes, right? But I feel like once you take it to that physical level. That's where, and just just in general, with trolling kind of can get you messed up. Um, and we see that it he already had it before, so it really didn't get him messed up. In the sense of he caught something, he more so possibly could have given it to other people. Um, you know, he should have just kept it verbal. But you know, 
You see, they say they tried to uh, they tried to say he gave it to a little kid. That was wild. Hey man, one of these you don't know who got what from where now. That's the crazy part about it. That's I've been I've been arguing with my grandpa the last couple of days because you know he he old and still going to work every day, and I'm like, bro, he talking about ain't nobody got it near me, nigga. How do you know? Hey man, so it's probably like herpes. Ain't nobody gonna say something unless you really need to know. <laughs> nah, I hope they're telling people that too. <laughs> I'm talking about, I'm talking about if a nigga that you know, like as far as like a homeboy, that nigga ain't gonna tell you he got herpes. They ain't got nothing to do with nah, you. Nah, yeah, I mean, I hope none of y'all got that, but oh no, I'm clean, yeah. clean bill of health, sir. If y'all do, I wouldn't judge you. <laughs> we had nah. a, we had a joke about uh, some alliteration, dirty, dirty dick, someone else as a joke. <laughs> so all right, you right. We probably I know if it was ser- it, I know if it was serious, you definitely would. Uh, yeah, yeah, you definitely joke about that. I mean, I probably wouldn't shake your hand no more, but you know, <laughs> ain't, no dr- ain't drinking out no cups. Ain't, 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 ain't drinking out no cups in your house or nothing, but you know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You my god, I fuck with you. you hey, my- brandy cups, brandy cups. But uh, you, you still my dog. Just don't, yeah, just don't touch. Um, yeah, yeah, keep yeah. yourself clear. Dap me up now. Nah, we good. But no, um, one good thing that came out of this, uh, it's kind of a good and annoying thing. The fact that um, the players are now coming out of pocket playing. Kevin Love popped it off, uh, giving off 100000 to uh, Cleveland Cavaliers event staff because, you know, a lot of those people work check to check. Um, they're like hourly. So if there's no events, they're not really doing nothing. So, you know, with the NBA shutting down and arena shutting down, period, they don't really have that steady income. So Kevin Love was the first one to come out and say he was going to pay the arena staff. Um, then Zion came out. And then, you know, how niggas do. So Blake Griffin came out. And everybody else started coming out. Say it's a good thing because, you know, people are actually being responsible with their, uh, you know, their money, even though it's going to be a tax write-off. But besides the fact, they're out here actually, uh, you know, taking care of people that take care of them and their family. But my thing about the bad part is, like, come on, it, it shouldn't have been the players. Like the organization should have been the first people to step up, but you know how business. You, listen, you about to say you know they don't give a damn about them yeah. hourly employees because yeah. it, it, it's somebody that'll come through and replace them. In a heartbeat. So that I mean, and, and that's the thing. It, should, it shouldn't have took players to do it for everybody else to start saying, "Oh, okay, all right, cool." I think Mark Cuban was the first one to speak about it, um, saying that he's going to figure something out, and then Kevin Love was the first one to actually take action. Now everybody and their mama got funds and stuff like that, you know, that they're going to do. Which is good. So, at the end of the day, everybody's not going to be heard about it. Mark Cuban a real one, though. He been a real one. Yeah, man. That's what happened when you uh, when you invest in tech, man. Yeah. He kind of think a little bit different than doing this. Because it wasn't like he was born into it. Or yeah. uh, he did some shicey stuff to get into it. He literally started off investing in tech. Very true statement there, Roberts. Appreciate that, man. You wrong, but you're right. What? <laughs> oh, all right. I just, you know, just throw that in there. That's crazy. I ain't agreeing with you, but I'm agreeing with you. That's crazy. Yeah. Because we can't agree. That's cool. But yeah, uh, I can't agree. But but as Kyle was saying, the uh, all major sports currently are shutting down. NBA let it off, followed by, I think, I want to say hockey was next or soccer. One or two. I forgot. But hockey, uh, NHL uh, is soccer seat. started with players. Yeah, well, so I mean, hockey. First. Yeah, soccer 
and MSL, MSL, M, MLS, uh, their season shut down, NHL, uh, football across the pond, all that over there is uh, definitely shut down over there because shit is going crazy. Um, NCAA, all sports, college sports, spring sports, most importantly, the NCAA tournament. A lot of teams didn't get to finish, even finish their conference tournaments for our basketball. So a lot of those were shut down mid-tournament for the uh, conference. Uh, what else? Yeah, spring sports, all spring sports. So track, outdoor track and field, uh, bowling, uh, base, and baseball, spring sports. Yeah. Yeah, baseball. They finish up at the school finishes, actually. Yeah, so baseball, softball, I think, uh, and any other spring sport that I can't think of currently, all that is uh all of them. Yeah, all of them. It's ceased to uh continue for this calendar uh semester, two thousand twenty outdoor semester. So, gentlemen, what do you think about these uh major closures? This is something we haven't seen before. Something that's never, it's uh unprecedented, especially for like the major sports to be shutting down. Uh, I think baseball shut down spring training and all of that stuff as well. And uh, even with football, they I think they said for the draft, they're still going to have the draft, but it's not going to be uh, the whole spectacle that it normally Yeah, the whole spectacle that it normally is. And being that this year was in Vegas, you know they was going to bust out all types of wild stuff. I think we talked about that uh, a couple episodes back of some uh, rumors that we were hearing about what they were planning on doing for the draft this year and whatnot. So it's just going to be... Oh, they cleared that up too. Word. About the boat thing. Yeah. They said it wasn't going to be a boat uh, uh, to take the players to the player. to the uh, stage. Yeah. It was pretty racist. <laughs> yeah. I bet Jay-Z helped them, huh? Yeah, probably. Stay woke. <laughs> but, uh, Jesus, man. Yeah. But what y'all think on all these, uh, <laughs> these cancellations and whatnot? Um, uh, you got something to hee hee and ha ha with it about. about. I was hee hee and a ha ha about the Jay Z pun, but um, that wasn't a pun. That was actually true. Oh, okay, same difference. <laughs> this guy. Nah, I think it's 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 crazy that it's happening, but it was needed just because they gotta they gotta kind of fix the curve. They, nobody knows what this disease is really or virus really is or what it contains. So. And the fact that they cut down all these big money events lets me know that it's kind of serious. Well, it ain't kind of, it is serious. Because they, you know, the NCAA, ain't, they not turning down money for no reason. They already ain't paying the players, robbing everybody. So they was going to have these events. So oh, for them got, to cancel. They got pressured on that, though. Yeah, they did. They got forced <laughs> into it. Because NCAA was going to have them kids out there playing. No, Duke and somebody else was like, uh, y'all can have your selection Sunday, but we ain't going to be there. Yeah, I think it was Kansas. Yeah, after that, it was, yeah. Yeah, so that that helps. Um, but it's it, it's needed. You gotta you gotta do this in the climate we in, just because it's so much unknown about this virus. So going forward, it's the safe thing to do. But I also believe that it's a it's a drastic measure, but it's also to prevent the bigger spread of the virus. And we'll have basketball. I mean, uh, basketball will probably go into July and August though, so that'll be kind of cool actually. Go right from basketball to NFL season. And the NCAA, they actually did something right for the first time in their life, um, granting those people in the spring sports another year of eligibility. So that's cool. But the people from the basketball tournaments, I think they just done. Yeah, and 
got a quote from uh, Sean Carter for you, uh, Roy. Um, why should I sell out? I'm already rich. It don't make no sense. Got more money than Goodell. A whole NFL bench. One hand like Odell, handcuffed to jail. I would have stayed on the sideline if I could have tackled the shit myself. I mean, if they could have tackled the shit themselves. Y'all need hope. But anyway, great, um, great message. Great message, but the delivery was. <laughs> hey, that's fine. But well, the whole album was. <laughs> but anyway, um. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's why he be high, bro? Why Jay Z just don't drop an album, bro? Why he? Why he? I'm sorry. No, sorry, I gotta ask you this. You the industry guy. I don't even know who the other dude is, honestly. But Jay Z killed him on that shit. Like Jay Z was, was spit. He, he was the third artist, I believe, third artist of Rock Nation. J. Cole was the first. I think Rihanna was the second. But just go look up Exhibit C from like 2008, and that's what niggas know about. You probably heard everybody else's version of that song. Bro, I'm not about to go listen to no song from 08. I ain't even that's like cool. hip hop in 08. That's cool, then. You don't need to worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I was listening for beats in 08. Mm-hmm. I ain't care nothing about no lyrics. No, that beat is actually dope. But, uh,. Yeah, so yeah, when it comes down to it, yeah, it's the NCAA thing. They didn't want to do it. They got bullied into it. Basically, people was pulling out saying, I ain't going to be there. Um, then, uh, what else? Um, NFL, I mean, they're not really losing anything by not having people at the draft, honestly. Because um, by that time, it might be, things might be turning around. When is the draft? At the end of April? End of April? Yeah. Yeah. So, hopefully, so hopefully then, things turning around by then. Yeah, hopefully. But uh, all the other sports, uh, MLS, not MLS, but um, Premier League, they played a couple games with no fans um, in the stands. Don't look weird. Um, shoot, it, it's even impacting wrestling. Shoot. Like, <laughs> they doing their all their stuff in performance centers. Um, shoot, saw that uh, WrestleMania was technically canceled. So, you know, anytime Vince McMahon got to do something, he like Coach Smith. He don't want to do nothing. Um, <laughs> somebody tell him to do so. It's crazy. It's impacting all sports. Um, NCAA thing. Um, I just feel bad for the guys who could have had that nice run in uh, March Madness. Not necessarily teams, but more so the uh, players who could have actually got their draft stock up that nobody knew about. Um, so now they got to work on uh, the Portsmouth Invitational and any other college uh, tournament or camp that they're going to have, if they have anything in the future to try to get their draft stack up. Tournament. Tournament. My bad. I can't, I can't do the old country black man. Oh. My bad. Pronunciation of that. My bad. Uh, my yeah. bad. Hey, you low key sounded like Coach Ham on the intro. <laughs> That's dumb. He, he I, was pulling, drew, I was pulling from Coach Ham. From, I'm about to say he drew from his roots. <laughs> he went to yeah. his roots for that one. I ain't want to go too far. That would have been copyright infringement. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he definitely he definitely suing you for the for the likeness. He can buy he new his coins. Hey man, I'm just glad I ain't a senior, man. Shit crazy. But speaking of seniors. All these things, as Rory, as, Rory, as, as Rory stated earlier, a lot of uh, a lot of seniors are missing out on their outdoor season. Uh, well, not track seniors are missing out on the outdoor season and uh, all the other spring sports. Who, uh, as we were talking about baseball, softball, uh, bowling, all those sports that are participating in the spring, those seniors are missing out on their senior season. So uh, the NCAA is considering. Uh, I don't know if they actually officially put it into effect, but they're considering allowing these student athletes that uh, missed their senior season to have a, another, I guess, semester of eligibility. They got a, a statement from the NCAA they made on the 13th. It says, council leadership agreed that eligibility to relief 
is appropriate for all Division One student athletes who participate in spring sports. Uh, the NCAA said in a statement, details of eligibility relief will be finalized at a later time. Additionally, issue additional issues with the NCAA rules must be addressed, and appropriate governance by, uh, governing bodies will work through those in the coming days and weeks. So pretty much they're trying to figure out how they can still make money off these kids by letting them come back. That's what I got out of that. They're going to let the kids come back, but the kids going to have, they're not going to let them come back. Like, let's say you graduate, like this is your senior year, you graduated in May. You have no desire to go to grad school, but you want to you want to finish your last season. I don't, I'm almost certain they're not just going to let you come back and finish your final season and not enroll into 12 credit hours worth of classes, which they should do. Got to be a student athlete. Yeah, but in that case, this is a different situation. So they should allow those individuals that graduated that that leniency to not have to charge them to pay for, for what four three credit hour well three six nine yeah four three credit hour classes. That's going especially if they weren't on like full ride or anything like that, where they got to come out of pocket now just to compete in their senior season. That they should have been able to in the first place, but we have a global pandemic, so that. Being that this is a global thing, this isn't just like something over here or something that the students cause. They should definitely be able to compete. If they graduated in May, they should be able to compete in the spring sport without having to be in, enrolled in the school. It should, they, it, those, they know who they are. They can make that happen. But I think they're going to they gonna bullshit them and they're going to they make them enroll in the classes just to get money. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. But, I mean, I think if this was a fall thing – Think with fall winter thing, this would be a big deal overall in the landscape. But if you gotta think about the spring sports, a lot of those people, if you're still around your senior year, eh, might not be pro for you. Nah, but even still, like think about baseball, niggas getting drafted out of high school track. Yeah. If you fast, you fast, it don't really matter. But never it's even but still, even and if most of the time they, a lot of people Go ahead, my bad. Uh, I about to say even still they you you still want to have your senior season, regardless of if you're gonna make it to make it pro or not. You just you still want to have that time. I play. I did my four years with whatever sport with my teammates. We we did X, Y, and Z. We might try to win a conference championship or make it to a tournament or beat this big name school. Whatever the case may be, you still want to have the have that and want to have those memories, regardless if you're going pro or not. But that shouldn't be tied behind. Well, you graduated, but we don't need you to enroll in the grad school. So you can uh, do this one semester and then drop out. Like they should, they should, they should be not grand. Well, yeah, I guess technically grandfathered through on that where they they can just they graduated, but they got their senior their uh, senior season to play. Hey man, enroll back in the undergrad uh, interdis- inter- interdisciplinary study course. You still got to pay for it though. That's not the, the issue. The issue is no. I'm sure. I'm the sure work. there was on scholarship. They'll still be on scholarship. Yeah, yeah no, nah, they're gonna keep their scholarships. Yeah, but but still, everybody's not on a full ride. Like I wasn't on a full ride scholarship, so I was I would still have to come out of pocket for some money just to. I see. Just, just, so the, no, I the think full, gonna, the full ride. I think they're gonna let them get. The, Go ahead. I think they're gonna do it right. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna look at it and actually let them compete without being a student. I hope. So. I think, but I just it's the, the NCAA track record uh, says but they, otherwise. They, but you know how the NCAA is; they got to make sure they staying away from pros. They ain't training with pros or something. You know, but they gonna find a way to have it anyway. Yeah, like for the oh, spring no, sports man. that are left, I mean, you could you can make it happen basically. 
Because basketball isn't really – is basketball – well, I guess since being that no, they – basketball don't count. It's a winter sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah basketball don't count. Yeah. It's really just – it's just yeah, track, track, baseball, I guess track, softball. softball. I know bowling because I remember seeing Soccer. That. Yeah, whoever – they got soccer, shit like ain't, that. Ain't women's, ain't women's soccer in the spring? I think men's in the fall, ain't it? I don't, oh, couldn't yeah, tell no. you. So, as don't all get, black old folks say, don't get me to start the line. Yeah. But nevertheless, <laughs> but yeah, nevertheless, it's all of that. If, if they do them right, then it's cool. But like you said, this this NCAA we're talking about, we know how they get down. So I, I can imagine them trying to finesse to get this money and the schools getting this money and all that good stuff. But uh, speaking of NCAA, my cousin from UConn, Megan Walker, she's a UConn, I think she's a guard. She's deciding to do something. She's she's not my cousin, bro. She's deciding to do something that um, I don't know has happened before. It it may have, but it it hasn't been publicized. But she's going to forego her senior year at UConn and go into the WNBA draft. We hear that a lot in men's basketball. People leaving after their first, second year, whatever the case may be. But for the most part, uh, in the women's college basketball. Most of them stay for four years, get a degree and all that before they go into the WNBA. So I, I want to say her doing this may be unprecedented. And if it isn't, it doesn't happen very often. So it's it's a major uh, a major event, basically. She put out this extremely uh, long, short letter to, uh, to UConn, basically saying, uh, after much consideration and thought with my family, I've decided... To, to forego my senior season and enter the WNBA draft due to the unforeseen circumstances that caused the cancellation of the NCAA tournament. It saddens me that I was not able to finish my junior season in the way that I would like. Uh, I am, however, ready to move on to the next phase of my life and career. I would like to thank the University of Connecticut, coaches, teammates, athletic staff, all those good people, blah, blah. Uh, Yeah, so basically... Being that the NCAA tournament was uh, canceled, yes, she, she was just like, you know what, I'm going to leap. <laughs> she about to get this money. WNBA just got a big, big uh, boost with their CBA as far as paying minimum salaries, top salaries, all that good stuff, benefits. So, I think I think you may start, you might start seeing this a little bit more frequently now because it's worth it now compared to before where they they weren't getting paid hardly nothing. So I think this going to be a little, this may be a little more frequent. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely going to be a thing now. Yeah. So uh, what you guys think on her decision to uh, skip her senior season and go to, into the draft? I think it uh, falls back to kind of what you were saying, like the pay raise. I feel like if they were still on that a regular CBA, not regular, the older one, when it was making less than like a lot of people, she wouldn't have done it. Because whatever, you know, she said that was going on at home, I don't know if that was going to help out. Yeah, yeah no, I, I agree because yeah, I think I, now the, the new CBA, she, she the minimum like sixty grand, but if she a top five, top ten pick, she probably gonna be close to six figures. And then the way social media is set up now, and all she got to do is be kind of cute. And well, she she posted she posts three videos during the off season. Now she a video <laughs> model too on the side. She in her bag. She in a, she hey, she, uh, in the video, she in the video in a video with uh with uh the white boy Dan. Then she good. That's it. You know what I mean? So it's a good move. I, I'm glad she can do it. Um, that's one thing I've always hoped for women's sports, at least for the WNBA, 
is that they get that opportunity to actually go pro and not, you know, because I hate this. It'd be some it'd be some dogs in the WNBA to actually be in school for four years because it just ain't worth it financially to leave or they can't take the gamble. You know what I'm saying? Most of the time, it just ain't worth it. It ain't because they're saying they they probably make it more in college. Low key, so I was gonna say that, but I didn't want to say that. <laughs> I mean, shit, <laughs> you, know, I mean, you know what it is. Truthfully, yeah, we we know the vibes. You don't know, know five thousand dollar Pell Grant. We talking about the Pell Grant. We talking hey. about uh, stipends. We ain't talking about any uh, unsolicited funds. Hey, know. they don't gotta. You, no, hey, no, you no, probably, we we talking about unsolicited funds. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about I'm talking about winning national titles at UConn yeah. and, and Gino, you know what I'm saying, having the best recruiting class fifty years in a row. Big facts. That's what I'm talking about. So he you know oh, yeah. hey, hey, I, I won't try to throw them under the bus, but okay. Hey, hey, you hey you <laughs> no, hey, you don't gotta go play overseas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I ain't never seen nobody in UConn go overseas first. They might go later in their career because they get bored. <laughs> but they staying here. Big facts. But uh, speaking of speaking of going overseas, Anchor, come holler at us real quick. We'll be back. All right, and we back. Appreciate y'all. Anchor brought us back from Italy. Um, now we about to take. Wow, ain't Anchor in Italy, <laughs> bro? Somebody, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's crazy. Y'all boys, wild man. But nah, so. You know, we try to do a little different, everything, a little topic every time, a little something different, a little new. Um, this week's social topic is a question. It was a meme that I saw on somewhere. I think it might have been Twitter or Instagram. They didn't pay us for that. Sorry. Uh, and the question was to try to explain. And it showed a picture of a African-American family in the 1960s with a nice father and a mom and three kids, two boys and one girl. And then in 2019, it shows a picture of a single mom with four kids and the question was what really happened so my question is the modern black family how do we go from a two-parent household to a single parent household where the mom or the dad are stuck raising the child by themselves what happened to co-parenting and what happened to two-parent households how do you brothers feel about such topic hey before we get into this topic um Anchor is based out of New York. It was founded in 2015. I was just about to say that. It's a subsidiary. <laughs> its parent company is Spotify. And that mm, just shout happened out to, a couple months ago. Shout out to Anchor. Best best company we've ever worked with. But uh, only, only the second one. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, so back to, the question. how do y'all feel about the modern black family? And what the the stereotype is of two parent households don't exist anymore, which that's pretty unique actually, because we 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 got a two parent household right here. Yeah, I'm about to say. Uh, speaking of as the the I guess, uh, am I no no yeah no SP people stay together, SP people together parents. Dion, they was for a minute. I know more though. Okay, so Dion. yeah, well, but well, Dion yeah, though, myself and Dion are the only individuals with two parent households currently. Um, so uh, two two actual biological yeah 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 bi- yeah yeah, yeah uh, biological uh, parents yeah because right. yeah because yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, Kyle got got two two yeah. folks shout out shout out Rick the butcher but um shout yes. out to Rick I never met Rick but shout out to Rick but nah this this me this uh the little picture I think is I think is very misleading because one 
times are completely different too. As I said, there are a lot, a lot of two-parent households. I don't know the statistics on it. Somebody should, well, the intern should have looked it up to see. Uh, intern was busy. They couldn't get out the house because of Rona. Rona. Yeah, true that, true that. We got to keep yeah. the intern safe. But um, I'll nah. go on the ledge and say that it's probably more single-parent homes than uh, than two-parent homes. Yeah. Nevertheless, as far as this picture is going, it's basically making it out that, like nowadays, there aren't any uh, dual-parent homes, which is not the case. Uh, it was It's making it seem like in the 60s, everybody's home was dual, which is also not the case. We know it, just like it is now, it, it was, it's the same way then. It may be more prevalent now just, just because of time and whatnot, but... This isn't like something that's new. This isn't just, it just didn't start in 2019 or within the last 10, 20 years. It's just something that's been going on since slavery. Let's get woke about this for a second. So, the re. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no. Nah, I was going to uh, get woke, but hey. I mean, if you want to be real about it, you know, the white folks was uh, back in that slavery time, was, was breaking separating. apart the black, separ- separating the black families because uh, we're stronger together. So you separate the, mm. the, dom- the dominant the dominant figure in the family, and you can control the other. Mm. Stay woke. You better preach, brother. But uh, nah. But uh, as far as this goes, I mean, nowadays it's it's a lot going on. Nowadays it's a whole lot going on. Life is a lot different now than it was in the sixties, fifties, forties, all that good stuff. If I always say it, if social media was prevalent then as it is now. A lot of people's parents won't wouldn't be their parents, one hundred percent, because because your home is filthy, bro. Uh, people, people, people used to have entire multiple families in the same city. That is that is almost impossible to do now with social media cameras and just the how everybody is connected. So, at that point back in the day, a lot of dudes was able to stay in relationships. Because their wife had no clue that they had a whole other family or they had kids in different cities, same city, different states. Like if you you lived in Virginia and you went out to Cali, had a kid and and peeled it, in in the fifties or the sixties, well, you know how hard it would be for her to try to find you over here compared to nowadays where you could just damn near type of somebody's name in and, and and get that connection. So no, that's real. So I, I'm thinking, black men don't cheat. No, nah, definitely. We was talking about. Uh, uh, all other ethnicities in that situation, yeah. but um, because yeah, yeah. they know they know black men that they having two families and no nah, and nowhere. Nah, nah, he would never do that. But um, your yeah. granddads might have, but not these yeah. days. Nah, but yeah, like so I'm saying, like realistically, a lot of a lot of those two parent homes back in the day was was together just because she didn't know, or even he didn't know that she might have been out there. Or she- Going around, and next thing you know, she, he raising somebody else's kid that he think is. So, what if she couldn't go nowhere? Say mm. well, but uh, yeah, that's that's. Mm. I think I think uh, my my overall to this is I think that um. Then and now, the the prevalence is still the same. It's just nowadays is it's more. More uh, with so with social media and media in general, it, it's it's more uh, what is it uh, amplified. Because that's one thing that uh, people making arguments, they always go to, well, you you, you don't got a daddy or your your mama got uh, two different baby daddies, three different, whatever the case may be. So I think at that back in the day, it wasn't as prevalent just because, like, again, a lot of people didn't know. You might have not, not known that 
his uh, that those two brothers aren't don't got the same dad just because you don't know. So, uh, yeah, I don't I don't think yeah I don't think I think everything is is how it's always been. It's just it's just a different age and time overall. I agree with you there, my brother. The swine flu. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> nah, that's it's different, man. Um, I think it's the stereotype is is bad though for a simple fact that people always think that like single mom households are are a challenge, but in reality, I think it really comes down just to the the network or the the family structure. Because I mean, we all know I grew up in a single parent household, but I never felt like I grew up in one. Cause my grandparents was there, my aunt was there, uncles was around. Like I never thought I was it was just me and my mom until I got to college and I graduated. And I probably told I think I told y'all this, I don't remember. But my mom started crying. And I'm like, yo, what is you crying for? I just graduated. And my grandma was like, She happy, boy. She just raised the she raised a son on her own. And I'm thinking in my head, like, damn, she is a single mom. But then, you know, it's based on a support system. But shout out to these chicks out here that's raising their kids on their own, bro. And fellas, take care of your kids, man. Pay your child support. Even if you ain't man enough to be around your kid, pay the child support, please. Hey, but just solely paying child support don't make your dad, though. It don't. But if at least if you're not, if you're not going to be there to you know, to physically it, support it, him, at least financially it, support him. It helps. It helps. Yeah. It definitely helps. Cause, and shout out to these dudes that play stepdad. I I ain't got that in my in my DNA, but you know what I'm saying. I know a couple couple homies that are are great stepdads, and I I, I respect them for that because it take a it take a real man to raise somebody else's kid. This is very true. It's very true. Because that's Mr. that's Rob- a whole different party. Mister Roberts, what you got on stepdad? I mean, Cal- ouch. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nigga. <laughs> First of all, that was. I'll give you that one just for uh, you know. Appreciate it, appreciate it, appreciate it. And that was a while ago. So anyway, um, oh, I wasn't even thinking oh, about that. My damn, bad. me neither. That's crazy. I won't even think about that. Hey, I won't even. The, the joke just happened. It won't even. That's wild. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. shut up now. I feel like an asshole. That's crazy, but um, that's, damn, it's, but it's true. <laughs> damn, I wouldn't even think about that. That's so hey, crazy, either, bro. Hey. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's get back. Let's get back on right. top. Focus. Yeah. SP, he gonna get mad at us. <laughs> Anywho, uh, I think this uh, not to get super woke. I think this goes to the mass incarceration of uh, black men. Um, if you go, oh, sorry, sorry, I gotta cut you off. Sorry, sorry. Hold on. Not to be super woke, but then to say that it you, you're woke now. Oh, you're I'm gonna there. make a, I'm gonna make a point though. You know, normally okay. when you be woke, they don't have statistical facts. You know. Mm. Oh, he got the numbers. Let me shut up. No, no, I I, I didn't even mean to say statistical, but you, you feel you you'll feel what I'm saying. So I feel like based off this picture, we solely go off this picture. We do nothing about the black household, and we just saw the picture. We saw that there was a. Family, a mom, dad, kids, dressed up in suits and all that. Then we see a lady who looked like she got two sets of twins. Either that or she was just popping them out like as soon as she could each time. But either way, um, I feel like it com- it comes down to that uh, 
the the mass incarceration, um, like seventies, eighties, kind of when stuff got crazy with crack and all that. Um, because if you think about like the time frame from that picture, what it looks like, it looks like that was taken like in the sixties. But now you got a whole bunch of black men going to jail. Uh, got a whole bunch of black women raising kids on their own. Um, and it starts like a pretty much a cycle. If you grow up in a single parent single parent home, it's kind of like, all right, now. Are you really going to take that challenge to actually be a father? You know, sometimes it's like a mental thing that happens where if you don't have a man around, how you, how do you become a man? In a sense, right? If you're just raised by grandma and ma. So I think it, it kind of boils down to when everybody start going to jail, everybody daddy start going to jail, and then it's just kind of like a cycle that's just going on right now. Um, I think now niggas just scared of responsibility. And also, I just think niggas is everybody just too loose, like niggas out here just hitting raw and not pulling out left and <laughs> you know right. Even though that's not a foolproof, one hundred percent way of, uh, you know, is the guy responsible that she don't let you pull out? No, you're stronger than her, so you should be able to. Pull. Well, no, I can't say that because niggas, wow. niggas, niggas be liking big girls. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know, but. but no, my thing is, my thing is, if you out here hitting everything raw and you just don't care, I mean, if you have a kid, that's on you. So if you don't, if you're not man enough to have a kid, man, you might want to strap up. Yeah, I, I, I can't get with it. I just can't support. No, not the, the strapping up part. I'm with that. Uh huh. Hey, girl. Where's the condom, Roy? Come on now, dog. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not gonna let you. Come hey, on, man. That's crazy. Probably, hey, look. Hey, chill, yo. Chill. Hey, look. I probably shouldn't say this on the air, but my girl told me last night. Oh, 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 oh wait, 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 wait. We try not to have to edit. We try not to have to edit. Don't say it if you want to yeah. get edited out. Yeah. All right, yeah, I'm gonna skip that part there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, she couldn't even say it with a straight face. All right, so yeah, we we talk about that at, at, at the later time. Let's continue. You can keep that in there. I don't, I, I ain't say nothing. I caught myself. Yeah, yeah, true shit. But that was crazy. <laughs> but nah, five minutes later. But, uh... I forgot what this man was talking about. Uh, talking about basically uh, pulling pull out, man. I'm not, oh, not even pulling out. Basically, nah, hey, man. Yeah, if you ain't ready to raise no kid, man, you shouldn't be out here smacking things raw. Yeah. Or you, you end up like, uh, or you end up like Mr. Future with 19 kids. Hey, man, some niggas don't care. I don't blame him, though. You want to expound on that? Nah, I Are don't. You... Uh, okay, let's keep, let's keep it moving. Uh, but I don't blame you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care how much money you got. Having kids definitely expensive. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, nothing to do with the kids. But you know, you but you got all these kids. They all in school at the same time. Future do drugs. So next thing you know, his kids bad. They get suspended. One of his sons get uh, got some gang related charges now. See, see gets, my dad don't pull out. See, <laughs> get, I'm the oldest of fifteen. Crazy, crazy. He not now his kids get suspended from school. He look like a bad dad for having kids that get suspended from school. How you gonna be a father of fifteen though? He got fifteen kids. 
I don't know, but oh. <laughs> I feel like it's kind of hard to get everybody on the same page. And well, I mean, he lost one to Russell already, so yeah. he's good. So he down one. Hey, Russ be Russ be wilding. I ain't think Russ had that in him. He be posting him at, at baseball practice and stuff like, bro. Hey, when, once like, you once you take that stepfather role, you actually embrace hey, it. Hey, time out real quick. I went to Google and typed in how many kids, and the first thing that pops up is does future have? Well, you know they listen to us anyway, so. Oh, he only has three. Okay, take that back. That he that he claims he yeah. got like eight, bro. Yeah, yeah, that we that we officially know of. I'm assuming. Yeah. But, Not uh, to mention the ones that didn't know he was future when it happened. Oh, no, we got something different here. That was said three. This says uh, future currently has six children with six different women. I feel like it's more than three because niggas don't be act, making yeah. all these. Uh, three, three was three was the. Three. Yeah, three was the Google count that popped up at the top. And then I wrote scroll down. And according to Wikipedia, which is always right, uh, it says he has six. So six sounds more reasonable. Now, Wikipedia really always right though. Yeah, always. It's two thousand. I ain't never seen it be wrong. Never. It's two thousand twenty. Now, if this was like oh eight, oh seven, then maybe. But uh, two thousand twenty. Yeah. Wikipedia on it all day, every day. I don't know. Even oh eight, oh seven, it was, it was pretty uh, legit in papers. Uh oh. No, sure. They ain't got nothing to do with y'all. But uh, back to the <laughs> but back to but back to future's kids getting suspended uh from school for being bad. There was some kid in the UK who got suspended for being a genius entrepreneur and selling squirts of hand sanitizer for 60 cents. Oh, you niggas is in y'all bag. Yeah, he was out here living. Saying, man. Uh-uh. Hey, that's genius, though. I, I respect I, homie for that. that I want to I figure out, did I just, do, oh, no. I want to figure out how, what's, what was the rule? No, not that. What was the ruling behind suspending them? Can you not sell stuff at school? Because cats are selling candy all the time and won't get suspended. No, it was illegal because I was definitely selling candy like crazy. You said it was yeah, yeah. candies and CDs in, in middle school. You said, it was. yeah, you're not supposed to sell nothing, but unless it's school a school fundraiser, you're technically not allowed to on on, on school grounds. Right. I know in Hampton City schools, you're not. Because it can be anything. True that, true. Yeah. So is it suspendable? Candy, candy, no, it's candy. Is it suspendable or is it like a like a you know smack on the wrist? Chip, chip, I chill think out, they'll chill. probably tell you to stop. Suspendable, uh, not a word, though. I mean, you know, you know, I don't know. It, it sounds right. Roy, you are the last person, so let's let's keep it. Suspendable is not a word. Set the pre- no Roy is a nigga that said set the president. So, yeah, so we made a whole hey, time set the presidents. If my if my president can if my president can say some of the things he say, I can say them too. Uh, according according to uh, Merriam uh, Webster dictionary, suspendable is an adjective. And uh, capable of being mm. suspended. You ain't spell it right though, so you don't I even never, know if that's the right word. I never got the right definition. <laughs> right, this boy. All right, um, back to the the genius kid. You know, Roy don't know how to take the L's, man. Right. The no, gen- you keep fighting, man. When you, you the, the, the genius the wall, you keep swinging. The genius kid that was selling hand sanitizer. That was that was, yeah, he he did that. I'm almost certain he would be I mean, he out here trying to he trying to protect lives and stuff and y'all yeah, here spending them. He just trying to make sure the kid is safe and you know make a little profit on the side, just like the government does. Just what they gonna be doing with this coronavirus that they should give out. I mean the uh, cure that they should just give out for free that they're gonna charge everybody an arm and a leg for. Hey man, Canada already there, man. Yeah, that and they, even the uh the testing that should be free. 
that they charging people for still. No, this is supposed to be free coming up. Is it free? The testing yeah, for it? Coming up. Yeah. I so don't know people, if it's official yet, but. Yeah, I'm about to say, so the people that already didn't got tested, they, they're, they're about to get that bill in the mail. Yeah, that's on them, though. Shit, brazy. But it's true. This is they true. can get that refund. That's what's up. But and nobody tell you to go out there and get tested because you had a headache and you know you got <laughs> allergies. True. True. Good point. You know it's massive hysteria out here, man. People out here getting turned away from testing because they don't show symptoms or they're like super young. That don't mean they don't get it, but at the same time, you know, if, when stuff go around, everybody turns into a hypochondriac. Very true. Sick all the time. Can we get a definition for two hundred, Alex? Uh, someone who pretty much. In anticipates the pain, pretty much. Okay, okay. G. A person who is ab- yeah. a person who is abnormally anxious about their health. Hold the the intern working today, the bit. There you go, man. But, Pulling um, up stuff on the screen instantly. They ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> the intern, the intern ain't got nothing else to do. They at the crib right now, chilling. You know. Box down from that Rona. Yep. But no, nah, um, yeah, I mean, you know how it go. You know, things happen. Everybody thinks, oh, maybe I get this. And then you got social media with all the fake posts. Yeah. That's what, that's that's what uh, bro, every, literally every, how you see a post? Somebody, I was about to say that somebody no, sent No, 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 let's dig into that. Talk to me. I was me. about to say that somebody sent me, well, actually a few people, about uh, mm-hmm. the the November testing. No, not t- testing, but November when everybody said they had an upper respiratory infection. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe you really did have an upper respiratory infection. Mm-hmm. Hey, Q, he a lot of us now. Oh, you already knew that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, okay, <laughs> as as we move on from the uh, the brilliant kid that should get a TV show or like some type of deal of selling uh, hand sanitizer at school, we go into everybody's favorite topic and hopefully something that doesn't get canceled this year: the NFL. Uh, free agency. It hasn't started, I guess, officially, but. Uh, everybody's making their their uh, verbals to whom whom they're going to, as far as uh, free agencies, re-signings, and all that good stuff. So um, we're gonna run through a couple of bigger name folk. Uh, Rory's quarterback, Dak Prescott, he had franchise Tom tagged. Brady, he got franchise tagged uh, by Dallas. Drew Brees uh, resigned with New Orleans on a two, uh, two-year deal. I, I want to, I forgot what it was. It doesn't say up here specifically, but a uh, two-year deal. Thomas uh, Brady left New England Patriots. <coughs> <laughs> uh, left the New England Patriots, and uh, all sources say Tampa Bay is his next uh, landing spot. For some special and odd reason, uh, Tennessee resigned Ryan Tannehill to a four-year deal, a four-year extension worth a. Uh, 118 million dollars, but they uh, franchise tag the running back that allowed him to do what he did, uh, Derrick Henry, which is bananas. But we really had to. No, nah, we don't question that. Nope. Nope. Okay. Philip Rivers. Yeah, we do. Let's talk about it. No. Okay. Nah, yeah. no, go ahead. No, we, we not. I Philip. just it kills me that the white the white quarterback gets all this money because the black running back carries the team to the playoffs. It's a crazy world we live in. Uh. But he got his money, so I think he's going to regress now back to his normal Ryan Tannehill self. What? What, what, what you mean regress? What did he do? No, he really, I mean, nothing, really. He just he just handed the ball off to Derrick Henry. We had one, one game 
one game against the Chiefs where I think he threw for like 250, 300. Other than that, he might have threw 30 passes their other six games that they won. Right, let's be real. What this nigga did was gave a jolt of energy that Mariota couldn't get because niggas just tired of him. And they, That's all and he, they did. he was that he was that backup mil. quarterback that came through that energized the team. Like, all right, cool. We about to change this, about to do that, about to do this, and gave them a, a nice little turnaround. Well, not him single handedly, but the team turned around at that point. He was the he was the focal point of it being that he's the quarterback, because we all know the quarterback is the yeah. Yeah. That's filthy. Hey, but that's life though. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh according to the intern, Sir Tannehill, uh in his uh where were we at? In his ten starts last year, he was seven and three. Threw for twenty seven hundred yards, twenty two touchdowns, six interceptions. So those are his stats. Game wise, he only um, he only had something that the intern doesn't see at the moment. <laughs> Tell the intern get off Instagram, man. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Yeah, basically, a little dead air, a little dead air. But nevertheless, yeah. back to where we we were going as far as the. Uh, signings we go from there we got um philip river signed a one-year deal with the colts uh we're still waiting to see what happens to Jameis winston i'm assuming he's gonna be somebody's backup quarterback what do you guys think on that one real quick while we rolling through this say what go i said hopefully he gets the opportunity to actually start where you think he's gonna go um no you just kind of asked Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Roy, what you say, New England? <laughs> yeah, I think he's going to end up in New England or Jacksonville. Okay. I'm surprised if uh, Cam Newton ended up in New England. Right. Yeah, so. I think Cam, too. I feel like Bill, Bill Belichick will Cam the kind of guy that could that could do something up there. Right. Uh, see, I don't, I don't want to see Jameis without weapons. Yeah, it's, it's going to be it's gonna bad. Just further the – yeah, it's going to further the, the, the fake news about him being terrible. I I seen a um on Twitter a post that had the stats of the first like six years. His stats are really com- like real similar to Peyton Manning's. Yeah, his oh, stat yeah, yeah. he has really good stats. It's just I think they were uh, literally identical. The interception I think side. His of first that. six years was identical to uh, Peyton Manning's. Yeah, they like damn near close. Like they were legitimately close. Yeah, it's just the fact that he he isn't winning as far as playoffs and the interception side of things. And the crab legs. Yeah. And the crab legs, of course. But uh. <laughs> yeah, that, that, Hey, Carolina actually got a, uh, you know, yeah, actual, you know, black quarterback that, that. the ball. Teddy Bridgewater uh, signed a three-year deal with Carolina. Calvin's favorite quarterback, Marcus Mariota, signed an undisclosed deal with the, the now Las Vegas, uh, whatever they are. Fake news. Fake, yeah. fake news. Fake uh, news. <laughs> yeah. And the rest of these quarterbacks, I don't necessarily care about. Uh, Derrick Henry, as we said, was franchise tag. Uh, none of these running backs are really important. Fullbacks, definitely not. Uh, Mari Cooper, Rory's favorite yeah, wide receiver, signed a, a five-year. Wow, career. hold on, hold on. Wow. Make fi- fullbacks merit a great. Again. Signed a five-year deal with uh, well, Dallas. Loren- Lorenzo Neal was the last great fullback. So, I mean, it's been some some decent ones. Roosevelt Knicks from the Steelers is pretty good. Well, um, he got uh, he just got released. Yeah, but so he got released, and uh, they re-signed. Well, signed a three uh, Derek Watt to a three-year deal in Pittsburgh. Since you wanted to know about fullbacks. Oh, you know they're going to do that, you know. Uh, yeah. But to the receivers, A.J. Green, he was franchise tagged. 
Uh, Randall Cobb signed a three-year deal with Houston to, <laughs> to fall into yeah, that. that yeah, me neither. But to fall into that, what they had going on there. Uh, Danny Amendola, I didn't know he played in Detroit, but he uh, resigned a one-year deal for five million in Detroit. Um, well, you on. know the, the, their uh, coach is like an old Patriot, so true. He's gonna, he gonna try to hold them niggas down. True. Um, tight end wise, uh, Hunter Henry is in. Uh, San Diego, if I'm not mistaken. He got franchise tag. Austin Hooper, formerly of the uh, Atlanta Falcons, signed a four-year deal with Cleveland. Greg Olson, he used to play for Carolina. He signed a one-year deal in Seattle, so that should be interesting to see what how that pans out up there. Uh, Jimmy Graham, the former uh, Green Bay Packer, is signed a two-year deal with Chicago. Uh, Man, Jason Witten signed. I was just about to say, Jason Witten signed <laughs> a one year deal with the now Las Vegas uh, Raiders. Uh, I said Oakland, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. He got so he must got something on somebody. Like, because <laughs> nah, there's you, no reason for this nigga to still be in the league. I'm sorry. Nah, you know him and Gruden probably work together or something. But shit, the, uh, Rob Marinelli convinced Oakland to sign half a Dallas team. They got uh, Jeff Heath. Motherfucking Malik Collins and another O lineman. I can't think of his name right now. No, Jason Witten, even when he was playing, is not good. He good morale, man. Good for the lock. Man, man. forget the morale. Hey, morale hey, didn't work that much. Hey, Rory, you want me to go over any of these <laughs> offensive tackles? Because I don't know who none of these guys are. Nah, nah, ain't no, ain't no big names. All right, interior lineman. Well, Jake, Jake Conklin, Conklin, the right tackle from Tennessee. I forgot where he signed, but he okay. probably the best in the league right now. Got you, got you. Uh, what we got here? Kickers, yeah. We don't really care about that. Some kickers resign, basically. <laughs> it's all we're going to get out of that side of things. Moving on to the defensive who side of the ball. Uh, some kickers resign somewhere. I'm not about who, to. Who he broke up? Oh, all right. Uh, Jadavian Clowney is uh, currently uh, floating around out there, I'm assuming. Because his name's Yo, up he here. coming to Dallas, baby. Um. Dante Fowler uh, signed a three-year deal with Atlanta. Uh, Shaq Barrett was franchise tag. Who else we got here? Keep this move up. He's still in the league. Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul resigned a two-year deal with Tampa Bay. He would have wanted to chop his finger off, right? Mm-hmm. No, blew, blew his hand. Blew his finger up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, Chris Jones, uh, he resigned. Uh, he got franchise tag. He's the only interior lineman up here. Uh, that note. Oh, nope. Gerald McCoy signed a three-year deal with Dallas. Huh. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, and Sue, I'm assuming, is still... That nigga is 32, bro. I mean, that is a terrible deal. Okay, we'll see. Uh, and Damakinsu is still floating around out there. So that it, we'll see if he, somebody somebody decides to take on that uh, interesting case. Uh, the law, man. Yeah. Vic Beasley uh, signed a one-year deal with Tennessee. Any of these other linebackers? Nope. All these people look random. Oh, uh, nope. Never mind. I don't know him. Uh, what else we got here? DB's uh, Byron Jones. Was he in Dallas? Yeah. They overpaid and for him, signed, too. He signed a five-year deal with Miami. Uh, James Bradbury. Miami. Go ahead. I said Miami out there dropping that bag on cats. They signed uh, Van Noy, too, from New England. Oh shit! Yeah, who else we got? James Bradbury, uh, Brad Berry, formerly of the Carolina Panthers, signed a three-year deal with the Giants. 
Chris Harris signed a two-year deal with the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. And uh, uh, Jimmy Smith is still a free agent. Uh, Tlaib is also a 34-year-old free agent currently. Uh, Josh Norman signed a one-year deal with Buffalo, if anybody cares. Nope. All right. Cool. I did. I didn't yeah. see that. I missed that. Yep. Uh, Eli Apple signed a contract with the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, that's a decent pickup. He's solid. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, so we got some safeties. Jimmy Ward re-signed a three-year deal with San Fran. Uh, McCourty signed a two-year deal with New England. Malcolm Jenkins uh, signed an undisclosed deal with New Orleans. And, uh, yeah, there we go. That's pretty much it as far as re-signings go. It was a, and that's just after a couple of days. So a lot of pieces gonna get moved around. More importantly, I seen a post that said uh, uh, the Chargers are gonna are looking to potentially go forward with Tyrod at quarterback. So that's that would be interesting to see if they did that. Hopefully they do to give him opportunity to play compared to when he was in Cleveland, which was a sabotage job from from Jump Street. Gotta wait till after the draft. Yeah. Yeah, the draft and free agency. I feel like they'll go try to get one of these uh quarterbacks too. Yeah. But I don't know. Anthony Lynn might he might he might hang his hat on top. Hey man, even if he don't, man, hopefully it's another brother. I want to see where Cam go. I really want Cam to do well because Carolina thought, tried that. Boy. I really thought he was gonna go to uh, Chicago, but uh, Nick Foles. <laughs> Nick, Nick Foles Foles not right me. and. And he gonna try to make. Uh, I just, he's not good to me at all. Nah, he not good. What's gonna call it? Shock me. Hey, whoever, whoever, um, buddy from Minnesota agent is, bro. He's a legend. Oh, uh, the receiver. Nah, the quarterback. What's buddy name? Oh man, was with the Redskins. Oh, what's the uh, Vikings quarterback? Yeah, I'm Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, listen, man. He got another sixty million guarantee after they dropped ninety on him last two years ago. He got something on the league. It's crazy. And the man, all them, he had three, two franchise tags. Then he got ninety million guaranteed. Then he got another sixty million extension. Like, and they giving him fully guaranteed for the one two year, not no seven year twenty million. Nah, nigga, he coming for the fully guarantee up front. I need it right now. Eating folks is out here eating. What y'all think on the? uh... On the, uh, even though SP isn't here, we can put this on wax. What y'all think on the, uh, the trade for D Hop, sending him to, um, to Carolina? Hold on, let me let me call uh, SP. <laughs> somebody was doing somebody was doing cocaine in the office. But I really think I'm right. quick, so we I think he gonna, I, I think he he on the hot seat now, and I think he going after this season. Matter of fact, group group Facetime manager real quick. So, so everybody can hear everybody on this. I'm about to say, you should just call him and put the mic near it. Nah, he ain't gonna be in here. I feel like this group FaceTime. I feel yeah. like this is going. SP, uh, got a uh, pivotal you're question, man. Uh, hold on, hold on. Let him know. Let him know. Let him know. He's live on the uh, Counseling oh, Clutch Podcast. You're live on the Counseling Clutch Podcast right now. Okay. Uh, so, how do you feel about the uh, the trade, man? Man, that's a 
Oh boy. <laughs> you know, on the surface, fuck Bill O'Brien. Um, he's got to go. I've been saying that. So we'll get a little deeper than that. Um, given the interview done by Michael Irvin and that information that came out, um, yeah, I just. It makes it hard for me to be a part of that organization anymore or want to support an organization that has a, a leader with those types of thoughts and that ideology. So, um, I mean, I'm glad for DeAndre Hopkins. seemed like a good dude. Um, he deserved better than that. Um, so, he, so he get to move on, get his money. Definitely a, a win situation for him, lose situation for the Texans. Um, I feel bad for Deshaun Watson. He could pretty much hang it up on his career if he if he planned on staying there. Um, at least with that management that's in place currently. Hey, uh, I'm gonna just say something for Roy real quick, even though he ain't said. Y'all still got JJ though. Oh God! <laughs> hey, and J, and JJ, we trust, baby. He said, JJ, we trust. I mean, I guess so. That's that's their thing, you know. Hey, what's wild though? Uh, as SP, did he see that JJ was upset uh, on Twitter talking about this? He said he made a tweet about it. Roy? Nah. Oh, he said, uh, J, "How do you feel about JJ Watt being mad about uh, Hopkins being uh, traded?" I mean, I, I pro- he probably legitimately mad because he feel he probably he probably understand that even though it was a power struggle, like should have never came to that. Like we're not even gonna get into the the, the whole judging people's uh, lives outside of the job type shit. But for 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 O'Brien to feel pressed. Because he felt like Hopkins' clout in the locker room was so strong that it was beginning to feel threatening to him. That's that's bothersome. And like as an owner, I don't understand how the owner hasn't hasn't done anything. Like that shit is wild to me. Wait a minute, good old boy club. But but just put yourself in the, in those shoes. Like you own a. You own a, a company or a business, and you got this great employee does does amazing. Like you can legitimately say that this employee contributes to like what twenty five percent of your bottom line, thirty percent, and you're you one of your managers gets rid of this employee not because of uh, in house uh, behavior or something they did off the job, you know what I'm saying, get arrested, yada, yada, yada. But because, basically, they were too popular in the company. Yeah, niggas, niggas, niggas be hating. Well, not niggas in this case. And then you get nothing in return. Like, how does that work? What What my man Michael Irvin said, you get a ham sandwich in return. Hey, man, I feel bad for Hopkins, though. Y'all here relying on Kyler Murray. But hey, I mean, yeah, the the pressure really gonna be on Kyler Murray now and uh, Buddy Kingsbury. Yeah, Kingsbury. they gonna have it. If they can get a if, if, if 
they can get a decent office. Oh, but they still gotta get line too. So there we go. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, Q was just about to say that. But my thing here is, I don't know, man. Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray, that combo, I don't know if it's going to work too well. Um, because now, you like you said, you're putting the pressure on them. You're putting out an actual live body out there. Not Larry Fitzgerald, you know, out there just putting the ball in the area. He can go get it. But like an actual receiver that can do something. Um, I don't know, man. We'll see. But, man, we yeah. just wanted to get your take on that. You know, we didn't want to go the whole show without getting your take on that one. Yeah, I appreciate y'all asking for the input. All right, no problem, man. We ain't really asked, man. Look, if any nigga feel you, I feel you. You do not have to talk about something you do not want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. It's for the better All right, man. Show, though. All right, man. Peace. Peace. We it's for the betterment of the show. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. See, that's, that's the problem with, with Negroes these days. They don't care about the finished product. They want to put their personal feelings in front of the business. Crazy. Hey, I'm about I to ain't putting no elbows to nobody. Hey, the intern just sent me something that I think was uh, kind of interesting. I'm about to read it to y'all. Um, so basically, this guy chose the XFL over college to take care of a sick mom. So a uh, guy named Kenny Robinson Jr., uh, he was a star defensive back at West Virginia, but got ruled – uh, academically ineligible or illegible, as we once used to say, and uh, was dismissed <laughs> from the team his sophomore season. Uh, around the time Robinson entered the transfer portal, his mom was diagnosed with cancer. He was not eligible for the NFL, so he chose to join the XFL in order to financially support his family. Uh, Robinson was the first player to sign in the XFL with, co- with college eligibility remaining. In five games with the St. Louis uh, Battlehawks, he had two interceptions, one short of the league league to go along with 21 tackles. Robinson made it clear he wanted to take the Battle Hawks to the inaugural title, but once the season ended, he became eligible for the NFL draft. That was always the goal. The commissioner, Oliver Luck, uh, actually plans on helping Robinson set up interviews with NFL teams. The XFL has also been paying for online classes so he can continue pursuing his degree. The average league salary is 55K. Robinson would make history if he's drafted in April, which seems likely. He'd be a pioneer for other college players who need to uh, provide for their families before reaching the NFL. And uh, he's quoted by saying, I'm just trying to show that I'm a ball player, to show I'm a dog. Uh, I think that's pretty Sounds about right. That's yeah. Right. That sounds like a, that's pretty That's why he was ineligible. Yeah. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been, I've been up to that story, um, you know, nigga, uh, every time uh, you, you hear me on uh, YouTube, you're like, man, that nigga voice sound familiar. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, this nigga. That, yeah, he he started talking about that, like, once the XFL started. So I've been on his page, like, every week because he's been doing, like, updates on him and word, other word. players. Hey, so, he got yeah. he got in his bio. He was uh, first team all Big 12 DB on, you know, and all of that good stuff. So that, that would be interesting, especially if it started precedent of some players that are academically uh, illegible. And whatnot, and just instead of uh, trying to focus on getting back into college football, just going to the XFL and getting paid to play, if they're I guess if they're good enough uh, talent, that'd be yeah, interesting. Yeah, that kind of told, how that starts to pan out. Did we talk about the XFL on the air, or was he just talking about that in person? I don't, I don't think so. But it sounds like something we probably talk about next week, though. 
Okay. Yeah, definitely think we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm almost I'm almost certain. I'm almost certain. But no, I just want no, to... I think we did because I said... Because I remember specifically saying, my DC defenders, and then these niggas lost like two straight. Right. <laughs> oh, that was because Cardell, huh? Yeah. But no, they put they put a light-skinned nigga in and they won. Why he got to be all that, bro? Because he light-skinned. Man. God. Success knows no color. Mm. Don't wound yourself on that one, brother. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Q, get us out of here, man. It's been a oh, long day. Quick, quick, one more throw in something that Roy will appreciate because he thought it was funny too as well. Um, the president of the United States, Donald Trump, and said, and I quote, people are dying that have never died before. He said this live on television to... So up uh, to America, as uh, the late and great Bernie Mac would say, that people are, people are dying that have never died before. Well, you know, he talks in hyperbole, so, you know, this, hey, is, brother, this is huge. This is the biggest thing ever. But like, you know how seen great before. that, like how great that quote is? I like, mean, technically he's right. He is. Initially, Unless there's some people who out here died but, before, but got yeah. resuscitated and then came back. But he didn't mean it that way. He didn't mean it the the way to be right. He just said it because he forgot one word. He said amount probably. He ain't forget and a still, word. Still, still he'll be wrong. We know. We know he's special. He'll still be wrong because there has been uh, pandemics uh, way more severe than this, uh, as far as mass numbers. But uh, the Black Plague, Spanish Flu, light skinned women. I mean. Uh, <laughs> And on that note, uh, we'd like to thank you all for tuning in to Council the Clutch episode number 58. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Thank you for letting me uh, tune in from an undisclosed location this week. Everything kind of panned out, so that worked out well. Uh, SP will be back hopefully next week. He's having some tough technical difficulties. I think his computer caught uh, potentially the coronavirus, so it's on quarantine right now. Hopefully we get that back popping next week so you all can get all of his uh, knowledge and whatnot on some topics. So, uh, yeah, appreciate y'all for tuning in. If yeah. not, we will figure a way to FaceTime this, uh, well, audio into this Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to finesse it. We're going to finesse it. But uh, we appreciate you In other words, Calvin is going to make it happen. Essentially, yes. Amen. He's going to do what he do because that's what he do. But, uh, on that, so note, do that anyway, that's just how he is. on that note, we appreciate y'all and uh, catch y'all next week and we out.